There was a period of uncomfortable silence. I actually think maybe she's put the phone down and gone to the bathroom. Did I go on for too long? Hello? Then her voice cuts back in. You could go online and find out on Barton's website. Did you try that? Go online and type in your student ID number on the home page and look it up that way. Of course, it would only list a death if we received the information from someone. So if the name is not there, it doesn't necessarily mean she's not, well, dead. Not to be a downer. But I guess you're only going to know for sure if her name is there. Do you know any of her family members? Could you call one of them? Uh, no. I wish I did. I pace my bedroom. Smarty watches me from the top of the bed. Well, you could try the website. Yes, but I don't have a Barton ID number because I went to the pharmacy school. I don't think those IDs work, even though it's technically part of the same school. We were roommates off campus. I was really hoping you could help me. I mean, if it's in the alumni directory online, it's in the public domain, right? It's not restricted information, certainly, right? Is it possible for you to look it up for me? Please. I hear her breathing this time, so I know she's still there. Someone else asks her something, and she covers the phone. There's distorted mumbling in the background. It's just that it's very busy around here with the semester just starting and everything. She exhales dramatically. What's your friend's name and year? I'll see what I can do. Another reluctant huff. You're going to have to wait a bit. I've got two other people on hold. Oh, no problem. I can wait all day. I sit on the edge of my bed, then swing my legs up and crisscross them, tucking my toes under my bottom. Waiting for her to return, my knees bob quietly against my comforter. I start to whistle, then quickly stop. Off-key whistling has driven people who love me to hang up. Three lifetimes later, her, you still there? makes my heart flip. Yes, yes, I'm still here. I sit up on my knees like a begging dog. Unfortunately, your friend, Jane Dory Spencer, has passed away. I'm really sorry to confirm that. It happened in 2000. Too young. I could sense her shaking her head. As the words leave her mouth and travel across the phone line, they grab me by the shoulders, dig deep into my skin, and thrust me back and forth, shaking me violently. They shake me to my core. My nerves vibrate en masse. I become lightheaded. I sink back down, tuck my knees up to my chin, and wrap both arms tightly around them to keep myself together. The phone still rests on my shoulder, but is no longer pressed to my ear. I can't discern anything she's saying. Wah, 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 wah. She becomes Charlie Brown's school teacher. I'm gonna get sick. My head spins. The phone slips from my shoulder and drops to the bed with a soft thud. Muffled sounds levitate from it. Acids in my stomach slosh against themselves. The swells grow wild until my stomach's contents retch themselves out of me. When I slowly lift my limp head, all is still. A foul puddle remains on the fluffy white comforter. Smarty is about to stick his nose in it. I grab him away and he drops to the floor.
I return the phone to its cradle, while the sounds of the alumni lady still seep from the tiny holes on the receiver. When you discover you're losing your mind, you're excused of such rudeness. J.D.'s dead. I don't know how. I don't know why. I'm not sure how long I've been upstairs, or how long Tessa and Lily's chorus of Swim me, swim me, swim me has gone on. Their shrieky, pre-adolescent voices pierce my state of shock. My gait down the stairs is catatonic, and I seem unconnected to my own legs. Once I reach the kitchen, Tessa and Lily leap on me,